Welcome to the Play Piano Bite Your Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how you can use arpeggios to practice your piano chords. So oftentimes when you learn your piano chords or you learn the 12 major piano chords, it can feel like, where do I go from here? Is there a way that I can get better at familiarizing myself with these chords while also playing them on the piano? And there is, there's not really sheet music out there designed to take you through the flow of all of these piano chords. So this podcast episode is going to give you that flow and that practice structure. You can use this on any chord. So there are 12 major chords on the piano and we can apply the same arpeggio, the same techniques to any one of those chords. So just so you're familiar, an arpeggio means that instead of playing one chord at one place on the piano, we're going to play that chord at every single octave on the piano. So let's just say we're going to start at middle C, and I'm going to play the C chord, the C with the E with the G. I'm going to play that all together. But I just played that chord right in the middle of the piano at middle C. So I'm going to go all the way down to the lowest C on the piano, the C all the way to the left, and I'm going to play the C chord, the C, E, and G as low as it can go. It's going to sound, well, it's so low you probably can't distinguish which notes I'm playing, but here it is. Okay, that's the lowest C chord. does not sound super great. Okay, now I'm going to come to the next one. There, we can almost hear, okay, well, this is sounding a little more like a chord. Here's uh, bass C. And then middle C, treble C, and then on, and the last one. So those were all the C chords on the piano. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven C chords on the piano. Also, the last note up at the top of the piano is a C as well. But it's just a single note, so sometimes I don't include that one in the C arpeggio. Now, there's two ways to play a chord. You can play it blocked or you can play it broken. So if you play it blocked, that means you're going to play the three notes at the same time. If you play it broken, you're going to play each note one at a time. So an arpeggio means that we're going to go through those, all the C chords on the piano from left to right, or we could go from right to left. But I'm gonna go from left to right, and I'm gonna play these chords broken, one note at a time. So here I go. Awesome. Now, oftentimes what students will end up doing is they'll play a C chord, and then they'll pause after the end of each chord, and that way you can kind of hear the grouping of the chord. Um, I try to get students to play in three, four time, which would be one, two, three, 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 one, two, three. But often they start out in four, four time and they go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And there you can hear the differentiation between each individual C chord. Also, when I teach this to my students, especially if it's really young students, elementary level, I just taught this last week and it was so cute. I tell my super young students, today we're going on a treasure hunt 
and we're gonna go on a treasure hunt and find all the C's on the piano. And it's adorable because they literally jump up, usually they stand up, they're so excited. They're like, oh, I'm going on a treasure hunt. And then they find all the C's on the piano. And at first I had them starting off just with the one note C. So they'll be like, and they'll find all those. And then I have them find C and E together. So they're playing a third an interval of a third all over the piano. And then I have them do the C and the E with their left hand, fingers two and three. And then with their right hand, I have them play the note G. This is just so much easier because it allows them to focus. And you might even want to try this too. It'll allow you to focus on the notes that you're playing. Like, okay, I'm going to find C and E with my left hand, fingers two and three. And I'm going to play the G with my right hand, just one finger. That way you can just focus on the notes and you don't have to think about having one hand play these three notes. It takes a little bit of coordination to get your hand to uh, cooperate and play chord, um, but it'll come in a couple weeks. So I'm gonna go through this arpeggio again and I'm gonna play it blocked, but this time I'm gonna hold down the sustain pedal. Okay, here we go. Now you could hear how it sounds pretty good, but because we played the lowest C chord down there, it just has this gravelly residue sound going on. So I'm not gonna start that low. I'm gonna start at bass C and I'm just gonna play the same arpeggio holding the sustain pedal. The sustain pedal keeps the sound going even when we let go of the note. Okay, here I go. Okay, so at this point, we are playing a C major arpeggio. The reason why arpeggios are so valuable in practicing your chords, getting comfortable with them, is because it allows you to use the whole piano. So now you're thinking of music and the piano instrument as this holistic instrument, where I feel like too many times we get stuck just playing the notes right here in the middle of the piano, and we don't branch out and go all the way down here where it's the lowest and we don't go all the way up here where it's the highest. And therefore it can be easy to fail to recognize that the piano is broken up into all of these patterns that you literally have the same chord just over and over and over again on the piano. So this, um, also this episode that I'm doing right here just assumes that you know your 12 piano chords, and it assumes you know your note names, and it assumes you know what an octave means. An octave is just the same note played at um, specifically eight diatonic steps apart, or eight scale notes apart. Um, but if you need help understanding the 12 major chords on the piano, then you can go back and listen to my previous episode about that. I think I have an episode about that. So. That was our C chord, our C chord arpeggio. And now I'm going to give you an exercise that you can use to break this apart into using both of your hands. So for now, just put your left hand on the C chord, fingers five on C, three on E, and one on G. And then your right hand, put your thumb on C, three on E, and five on G. So now you should have two C chords each hand on a C chord. Now I'd like you to just hold the pedal and play through 
your left hand C chord notes, and then your right hand C chord notes. So first, let's do it blocked. Let's just play a low hand C chord blocked and your high hand C chord blocked. Okay, great. Now let's break them apart where we play the C, E, G of left hand and then the C, E, G of right hand. That was left hand. That was right hand. Now this is where it gets fun. This is where you are going to be able to um, master the arpeggio. So you just played it with your left hand. You just played it with your right hand. Hopefully you're sitting at the piano listening to this podcast episode. If not, you can just go back and apply it later. But I want you to take your left hand and we are going to take that hand, bring it over our right hand. Now our left hand is going to come up and play the same C chord on treble C. Okay, so all together it's going to sound like this. I'm going to tell which hand I'm playing at what time. So left hand, right hand, now left hand. Okay, now at this point, we're going to take our right hand and move it up to the next octave. So literally you're just using left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand. Always take your left hand over as you're moving up the piano, like instead of looping it under your arm <laughs> that'd be awkward just go over so here we go left hand right hand left hand right hand left hand and then if you want you can play just that last c note i was holding the sustain pedal that whole time and that is basically it that is an arpeggio and you can play this at different speeds if you're starting out and you're like oh that's a lot to keep track of you can go slow and this will give you time to find the notes. But once you get familiar with it, I think it's beautiful to go about this speed. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. You can also hear the, um, the lilt or the waltz feel in this. Bum, 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 One, two, three, one, two, three. A waltz is in 3-4 time, and the one beat is always emphasized a little bit more. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Um, since chords are broken up into three notes, they fit really well in the 3-4 time. And that is your arpeggio. So, we just played it with the C chord, but how this helps us to get comfortable with all the chords on the piano is to go through and play an arpeggio for each chord on the circle of fifths. You can get out your circle of fifths. You can Google it if you need to. If you do Google it, a whole bunch of um, key signatures are going to be associated with the circle of fifths. But just look at the letter that the circle of fifths gives you. So the top it's going to give you the scale and it's going to give you like sharps and flats and all that. Just look at what the letter is. So on the top of your circle, it's going to be a C. Now we move one to the right. We go five notes to the right. And your next chord is going to be, or your next note is going to be G. So you don't have to go through the entire circle to play your arpeggios. But if you do, it'll just keep you organized into which chords you have played on the piano and which chords you have not played if you're trying to practice all of your arpeggios. 
All right, so now we're gonna play the G chord. So the G chord is G, B, D. I'm gonna start at bass G, and I'm gonna use my left hand and my right hand. So here I go, left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, and okay, we can only play half a chord up there at the very end. That happens sometimes, run out of notes to play the full chord at the end of the piano. And this one, this chord also uses all the white keys. Now if we move to the next chord on our circle, we have the D major chord. So whenever you come to a chord that has a sharp or um, a flat in it, you just need to make sure to include that with every single chord in that arpeggio. So the D major chord is D, F sharp, and A. I always recommend for students to find all the white keys first. So if your chord is D, you're going to put five fingers on five white keys. D, E, F, G, A. And then you're going to move to whatever sharp or flat you need to to play that chord. So the D chord has an F sharp in it. So we have D, F sharp, and A. Now I'm going to use my left hand and my right hand. Left hand, right hand, left, right left. Cool. That was our D major chord. You can go through the next one. The A chord is A, C sharp, E, and then again go through your arpeggios. This will loop you all the way back around to the whole circle of fifths. One other way that you could do it, by the way, is um, play through all of your chords that start on the white keys. So if you're looking at the piano and you're like, okay, I'm going to play the C chord first, then your next one, you can just move up a white key and play the D major chord. And then you can move up a white key and play the E major chord arpeggio, which is E, G sharp, B. And then you can move up again, play the F major, which is three white keys, F, A, C. G is G, B, D. A major is A, C sharp, E. And then the B major chord is B, D sharp, F sharp. If you're new to chords and you're just learning how to play these chords. B can be a little tricky to find because it uses two sharps in this one chord. So again, just find the first five white keys, B, C, D, E, F. You can also hear how that sounds funny. Um, if you were to just play B, D, and F, that would be the sound that you get. That's a certain special kind of chord, but it's not, it's not our basic one of our basic major chords. Once we have the 12 basic major chords, there are, I want to say like hundreds of variations. I don't know how many exact variations, but you can do so many variations with each of these chords. And I think that's where people get mixed up is that they start with all the variations and then it can be confusing on how to memorize them. So Start with your major chord, and then once you learn how to play the variation, like let's say you learn how to play your minor chord, then you just know that you take your major chord and you move the middle note down a half step, and you can do that for any chord. So all the variation rules apply for any of the 12 major chords, but our B12 or our B major chord is B, D sharp, and F sharp. So once you have your fingers on B, C, D, E, F, then you're gonna take the D, and F, you're going to move those notes to the right and slide them up to the black keys, D sharp and F sharp. And then you have your B major chord. And then for the arpeggio, it's the same. You can do left hand and right hand.
that one's also very beautiful as well. So this is a jump start into getting comfortable, getting familiar with all the chords on the piano. I really enjoy practicing with arpeggios and also just playing the chord at different octaves because if you were to try to start learning your chords and you started by just playing the chord once, it's not going to help you memorize that as much as it would if you played that chord on every single octave because then you're playing the chord at least, you know, five, six, or even seven times once you play through each octave. It also helps you catch the pattern faster. So when you look at the piano, you can see the pattern where that chord goes. Imagine if the notes were colored in on the piano and then you would just play the notes that are colored in. Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't it be crazy if there was a piano that the actual keys would light up and change colors and show you what notes to play? Oh, that'd be so cool. Uh, so imagine that that is happening for your notes for whatever chord you're playing. And then it will be easier to start to imagine your piano chords in groupings. A lot of times when someone looks at a piano for the first time, it can just seem like a row of white and black keys. But when someone who has played piano for a, a while looks at the piano, they see all these patterns going on. So I would recommend start out with a few chords and work your way to all 12. But when you get to the point where you can see the pattern for each chord on the piano, then that is just, oh, that's awesome. There's so much you can do from knowing those 12 major chords. Okay, well, this is going to be a shorter episode today, but I hope that you can take what you have learned here and apply it to your piano practicing, practicing your piano chords, and have an awesome Monday.